sir, yes, sir. Welcome back to another bonus episode of Motown and Coney, hitting you every Wednesday with some bonus content. So, I'm recording this on a Friday night. Yes, sir. Um, the official kickoff, Tommy, I guess, of college football is tomorrow. I guess I guess the unofficial kickoff, because it's classified as week zero. Right, and I'm super excited, by the way. I can't stop smiling. Um, never heard of <laughs> such a thing as week zero, but <laughs> uh, you got Northwestern and Nebraska, I think it might be. In the, Dublin? the biggest game uh, of week zero. Yeah, and it's in Dublin, too. Yeah, like, Dublin, I'm excited Ireland. about that. And I think that's the first game in Dublin since maybe – Notre, I think Notre Dame played in Ireland maybe a few years ago. Yes. So, college football is officially starting. NFL is wrapping up the preseason. Uh so we're gonna have NFL. Yeah. College NBA finally finally NFL. back. Yeah. This is the best time of the year for me. Then you got um you got WNBA playoffs. Yeah, WM so you got the uh, MLB playoffs coming up yeah, soon. Speaking of WNBA playoffs, both our teams um uh, riding high. Still alive. Yes, sir. Chicago Sky. Um both both series in the WNBA should be interesting. Um, you had a storm like they're healthy now so they're mm-hmm. a problem so yeah. yeah my ace is taking on the storm that's gonna be a good series um you got the connecticut sun versus the chicago sky that's gonna be um, a really good yeah. series connecticut's been a sneaky good team so you got college uh, college football is uh, it's, it's king right now, I would say, to the NFL gets officially going. Yeah, I, I think college football has, like, the most craziest fan base. I mean, you got so many colleges, and supposedly they give you the mind frame that everything is up in the air. But when it boils down to it, it's not. Yeah, you're right. It's not. It's like, just not. Um, I was on ESPN today, and they had a list of – 20 teams that could to make the playoffs. Yeah, I think I've seen that list too. And like, and then I think it's like, there's 20 teams that can make the playoffs, and then like six teams that had like a realistic chance to win a national championship. It might only have been 14, but I know it was 20 teams that had a possibility to, to win the, the national championship. Most of your usual suspects, your Alabamas, your Georgias. Michigan was on it. Ohio oh, State. State, yeah, that team, yeah, yeah. That, that team <laughs> down south. Yeah, um, I mean, when I think about this, Rodney, like, okay, I love college football, but being realistic, like we were just talking about realistic expectations, this is the reason why I think I love NCAA basketball more than I like uh, the football aspect because in basketball. A lot of times you get those Cinderella teams. It just takes that one game. And I think with basketball, you get somebody that's hot, you can kind of control the game a little bit better too. Yeah. Um, Football, uh, it's kind of hard to beat those powerhouses, man. That, that That is, I think, college basketball provides probably the best argument on why um, college football needs to extend the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at, and I know 
rosters are smaller in, in college basketball than football, but when you look at like Gonzaga becoming a powerhouse in college basketball, um, right? Butler at one point. Butler, I was gonna, yeah. I was just about to mention that Butler runs to the uh, Sweet Sixteen. Uh, what was it? Chicago Marymount or whatever. The oh, Loyola. Uh, Loyola, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. At different times, like Michigan came out of nowhere in my eyes in 2013 and reached the national championship game. Right. Um, school like Villanova becoming a powerhouse. Right. And just like, and then those awesome Cinderella teams that just pop up out of nowhere, like year after year. Uh, these no-name schools that just come in. Uh, uh, Florida Golf Coast is one, oh, of yeah, the yep, yeah. the, um, one of the teams that come to mind and have iconic players. It's just – I just believe that with NCAA basketball, it's just that standout factor. And, and plus, now, now we're going to get into the discussion, if we keep going further, about players being able to play offense and defense and then dictating the game on both ends of the floor. And you don't have that in college football, so that yeah, and I think that's, that's like sports. yeah. I get into sport. this argument a lot of with a lot of people um, when it comes to the greatest college athlete I've ever seen on a football field. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people say Dion, a lot of people say um, Bo Jackson, some people have said the Honey Badger, but for me, it's always been Charles Wilson because he's the only player that I that I've seen in my lifetime that literally played on both sides of the ball and was able to impact the game. Right. That's what made him really special, too. That's why I always was a huge Charles Woodson fan. And not just saying because he's, you know, a Michigan guy. Now, I, I may be biased. Yeah. But, you know, as far as a gentleman being able to uh, dictate the game. So <clears throat> so I found it. The 20 teams that have a chance to make the playoffs. Okay. Give us the runoff. Ohio State, they have an 83% chance of, of winning, making it to the playoff. Boo. A 27% chance <laughs> of making it to the national championship. Two, Alabama, 79.7% to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. 30% chance of winning the national chi- title, though. Georgia, 75% to make the playoff. 24% chance of winning the national title. Wow. Then it's a drop-off. A huge drop-off, I yeah. assume. Clemson, 58.2% to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. 10.4% to win the national title. Notre Dame, which I think is one of the most overhyped teams right now, even though I think Mark Freeman might do good things, but we haven't seen a man coach a game yet. 17.9% to win it, to make the playoff, one point. Seven percent to win an after title. Their schedule is tough this yeah. season. Michigan, seventeen point six percent chance to make the playoffs. Only a one point five percent to win an national title. So quite the drops off. Yeah. Texas, seventeen point four percent, one point six percent. Oklahoma, Miami, Utah, Oklahoma State, LSU. Another team I think that's severely overrated. Um, mm-hmm. Michigan State makes the list at 2.2% to make the playoffs and then a 0.1% chance of making the, winning mm-hmm. the national title. Auburn, I don't know how the hell Auburn made this list considering all the turmoil their coach has been in. Yeah. Texas A&M, Jumbo Fisher ain't won a damn thing so <laughs> since he left Florida State. 
Penn State. Mm. Jane Franklin still, I don't know. Yeah, he's still, yeah. Not, yeah Pitt. Tough. North Carolina. Mm, no. My favorite team that always seems to be in a conversation in the SEC, but I don't think stands a chance in hell of ever winning anything, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. And then Cincinnati rounds out the list. And they said Kentucky's supposed to actually be good this season, but they playing at such a tough division. Man. Yes. It's, just, it's impossible. I feel like when you look the Big Ten East, the SEC West are like murderers row. Yeah, you just it's impossible to get through any of those like divisions clean. Mm-hmm. You're gonna take a bruise in it. And basically, if you wanna get into those national championship games, you kinda gotta be basically undefeated or have like a one loss record. And it's gotta be a one loss record to a really um yeah. good team. Right. Or like Alabama or Georgia in your past and the one loss comes to each other in the right. SEC title game. I always think Georgia has a little bit easier path than Alabama, considering Alabama's in the SEC West and Georgia's right. in the East. Which I always – and the East been awful, too. Yeah. And they just, um, like sw- – they just blow through the East. So. Yeah. Hopefully, um, Florida will be a little bit better this year. Huge letdown. Them and Miami both sucked so bad um, last season. I'm curious to see um, LSU and Texas A&M in the um, SEC this year, considering I feel like there's high expectation for different reasons for both mm-hmm. Texas A&M with the, the highest-rated recruiting class ever. Yeah. Uh, LSU Brian Kelly coming from Notre Dame down to LSU somewhere in there he got a damn accent right and all <laughs> those transfers <laughs> yeah. yeah the accent and transfers fucking city so I I don't know I it's funny because you see some teams on this list and you're like what have they really done um, yeah I mean close to uh Close the closest next closest team to uh, Brian Kelly and those guys with transfers is Nebraska. What I was uh, reading up on, Nebraska has sixteen transfers. Yeah, this is a yeah, <laughs> this is a make or break year though for Scott Frost. Yeah, that's what they were saying too. This is a make or break year for him. Like I but understand with sixteen transfers. Yeah, that's this. Nuts. I mean, I understand because I feel like if he wasn't like Scott Frost, uh, Nebraska super alum. Yeah. I don't know if he still has a job. Yeah, his ass will be out of there. I ain't going to even lie. This definitely a make or break uh, year for him. And that, I kind of, I don't know, this game is going to be tough between uh, yeah, this I, tomorrow, basically, I don't, with Northwestern. I don't see Scott Frost doing a Jim Harbaugh. Remember, two years ago, a lot of fans were calling for Jim Bar- Harbaugh heads. Yeah. Then he leaves the t- to them to the college football. I don't see that happening in Nebraska. I mean, if you, I mean, they are in the Big Ten West, which they should like be the happy. League. They should be happy though, Rodney, that somebody is actually really dedicated to them like that. I think Frost well, isn't doing a bad job. It's just that 
They're in uh, the Big Ten. Yeah, the Big Ten. Yeah, they're in Nebraska. And the Big Ten is really tough. And they have a tough game ahead of them tomorrow against Northwestern. Now, Northwestern, um, if you look at – I know this might sound crazy, but every two years – they make the they have a decent record and they they come out fighting like crazy every two years. So this is the year. Yeah, is, I mean, Pat <laughs> this is the year for them to have a a great record. So yeah, Pat Fitzgerald, I, I feel like, and I know we getting in the weeds here, but he's for him to do the coaching job he's done in Northwestern is is amazing. Um, I feel like the Chicago Bears should have looked at him as possibly. Um, a coaching candidate for the for them that'll be too much like a right they don't yeah they don't it's the bears it's the bears organization they got they they got to do I, some crazy shit i do shit. see nebraska me nebraska 6 and 6 maybe i don't know if that's good enough for scoff i don't have them winning tomorrow you know what's crazy i actually have them winning tomorrow cuz i i like the transfer a couple of the transfers that they have but I don't know, I think right? They, what, uh, they're in Dublin, so I don't know. I think they're gonna actually probably outgun Northwestern. I don't know. That's that's it's well, kind of up in the air. We'll see who's right after. It. Well, they got they got them as the favorite by twenty one points. So mm-hmm. hopefully, <laughs> cause yeah. The, the I know Nebraska had a, had a terrible year last year, right? I don't know. I just like no, you said, Rodney. They both only won three games last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, and, I just, and that's why I don't really get this week zero like fast forward me to week two, week one. Please, uh, you got the Notre Dame Ohio State game next week. Oh yeah, that's gonna be tough. Then you got Georgia going against. Uh, is it Georgia against Oregon? Um, it might be. I think it is Georgia against Oregon too. Let's see. And that's like a three against like or a, a 11 or something like that. Real crazy. Yes. Yep. It's Georgia against Oregon. It's at Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. That's ass kicking. 3.30 kickoff. Georgia's always been like crazy at home. But Oregon and is a good spoiler. Remember, Oregon wind up beating. I uh, feel like they're overrated this year. Oregon is my um team that's one of my teams that's been killing killing it on a recruiting class mm-hmm. that if they get off to a bad start i don't know if they'll be able to hold that that's recruiting gonna, class together that's a tough one rodney because with georgia bringing back so many different uh well they're bringing back some of the guys from last year you know they didn't lose too many people yeah and Oregon bringing they lost a lot of people on defense. Yeah, too. I have I have Georgia steamrolling Oregon. In yeah, they gonna beat the shit out of them <laughs> in between the hedges. Yeah, yeah they are gonna beat the shit out of them. And but Oregon had a good shot last year. I mean, last year they, I, until Oregon's, injuries hit them, injuries hit them because they wound up beating Ohio State, and then they lost a couple of games within the division. Oregon's got a, an interesting schedule to say the least. Oh, I hate the scheduling this year. Did you see Nebraska too with their schedule? Like you play today, right? Or you play tomorrow, and then you turn around. And you play on like September the third. Then you play again. Like another. Like the schedule is crazy this yeah, year. Yeah. So Oregon start his to starts off at Georgia. Then they play Eastern Washington, uh, basically a Division two team. 
Uh-huh. They're at home against BYU. BYU is still good. Stinky though. team. That's yeah. Washington State. Stanford at home could be tricky. Yeah, Stanford's always tough. They'll steamroll Arizona. Wow. UCLA at home. That could be a sneaky game with Chip Kelly. Now, you talking about the Sun Devils or the Wildcats? Uh, they play the Wildcats. They oh yeah, they should they should smack they them. avoid USC this year. So okay, it's not a bad deal. Yeah, I I still think them and Notre Dame are two of the most overrated programs right now. Yeah, yeah, In the, they're super overrated. And I, it's interesting to see um, so that, Ohio LSU. State, that Ohio State Notre, uh, Notre Dame game. I, I really wonder how that's going to go. It's a must win for Notre Dame. Yeah, if they don't win this game, like they're they're out because of because Notre Dame being Notre Dame, and this is the reason why Notre Dame just go ahead and join a division uh, conference. Ohio State, and then they play at, then they play Marshall at home. Mm-hmm. Cal at home. They go to UNC, North Carolina. That mm. North Carolina Iffy. underachieved last year, but stand to be pretty good still, probably. Yeah, they bring back a lot of people. Then they go to BYU. I think that's a tricky game that they might not win. Right. I mean, their schedule, if you think about it, their schedule, if they're supposed to be really good like they're supposed to be, Schedule's not that bad, except for that first game. If they overcome well, that, that first, first game, game and then if they, they win a, that first game, then they get a game November the fifth that could be tricky. Which one is that one? Clemson. Uh, yeah, but Clemson ain't underachieved last season. It is season at too. home. It's a night game, and then November twenty sixth they travel to Southern Cal. To play Ooh, USC. That can be tough. And, and Southern Cal always gives them problems, too. I don't know. That schedule's starting to be really hurtful now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. That could be tough for them. So, mm-hmm. question of the moment. All right. Four college teams to make the NCAA oh, playoffs. Four teams. Okay. Do we go back and forth on this one? We can. Yeah, because... I don't know. I, I want to not try to be so biased. I'm automatically. I am going to be in one of my picks. So just <laughs> I'm going to automatically go with the odds-on favorite that you, goes every year because I'll be a complete idiot not to pick Alabama. Mm-hmm. I got Alabama as my first one. Yeah, me too. Alabama. Shoot, I pretty much got them as a shoe-in. Yeah, they're 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 definitely a shoe-in. Um, I don't think anybody's caught up with them yet, and they're so strong, man. In the front, the front four on offense and defense has always been stellar. So, and the wide receivers, the the quarterbacks, like they're they're fine. Like championship status every season, the creme de la creme. Um, who was your second one? Um, I'm gonna stay in um, SEC country. Mm-hmm. Probably probably got the same team to be yeah, honest. Yeah, the the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, we got the same team. Like that's just. We're not going to even front. Like, right now, if you look at the top two teams in NCAA football, as much as we're huge Michigan fans and we love Michigan to death, let's be honest here with ourselves. 
Georgia and Alabama they're, are above they're uh, head and shoulders. Yeah, above everyone else. A million football fields. No, just <laughs> a lot of football fields uh, to cover in order to catch both of them guys. Like they're they're tremendous. So for my third, here go the bias. Let's go Michigan. Yeah, I think this is the year that they travel down to that. It's a, actually a lovely town, but shitty university <laughs> on Shetland Street. Yeah, yeah. literally. Um, they go down, and Jim Harbaugh. Last year, he got the monkey off his back and beat Ohio State. This year, I feel like he gets another monkey off his back. Well, two actually. Yeah. They travel to Iowa. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we owe them a butt whipping. And yeah. and I want I want the well, we beat them in the um Yeah, Big Ten. Um Yeah. But, uh, and we smacked on them, so feel like we owe them another ass whooping. Yeah, because you during the regular like season. Yeah. Thanksgiving weekend, they travel down to Columbus and they slay the damn dragon again. Yeah, I, I'm I'm riding with Michigan all the way on this one, and hopefully when they get to the college football playoffs, like we don't lay an egg and get fucking smoked. That's that's the only thing that bothers me. It feels like we get to the college football playoff and then we just get trounced, and I don't want that. Okay, so we got two SEC teams, one Big Ten team, right? Number four. Here goes my super surprise pick. All right, I'm ready for it. Um, I can't remember the last time a Pac-12 team oh. made the <laughs> college football playoffs. That's funny. This one is a soon-to-be Big Ten team. I'm going Lincoln Riley and the USC Trojans. Wow, that's tough. Trojans lost a lot of people. They got a hell of a lot of transfers. They got too. a lot of transfers. And a lot of people they used to call Oklahoma University <laughs> their school of choice travel to Southern Cal to be under Lincoln Riley. That's that's tough right there. Um I I don't know, man. I kinda like I kinda like the pick, don't get me wrong. Their their schedule just- sets up if they run the table, they play enough ranked teams where they they have to be in a conversation. Yeah, that's true. That is true. And not too that's that's not a bad that's not a bad choice. You're right. It kind of sets up pretty good. But one thing that I just learned from watching all these like football shows coming on constantly and reminding you that hey, football season is here, college football season is here, is that UCLA is not a bad team this season. No, I don't think they're a bad team. I think that's I think their too- schedule is, is pretty easy too. Yeah, and I know it's are you crazy picking pick. other teams? I'm picking UCLA over other, UCU. Yeah, the other team that's joining them in the big team. I'm picking the other team. I thought about Oregon, but Oregon lost too much, and then they got these new guys coming in and, all, and yeah, and a new coach and a new coach. Yeah, just too much going on right now. And did you realize? Who is in UCLA right now? Like, they have a nice team set up. I think USC has I, a, I like the pick. It, yeah. I, I feel like it I feel like it could go either way between USC and UCLA. Yeah. Um I'm excited about it. I'm gonna give you some sleeper teams. 
Okay, let's do some sleepers because I got some good sleeper teams also. Um, I'm going to start with a team that I hope takes a step back. Okay. They don't even have a home football stadium, really. Uh-huh. Um, going down the SEC conference territory, but the other conference that's down there, uh-huh. ACC, the Miami Hurricanes. Oh, wow. That's kind of shocking to me. I, uh, I thought they had the potential to be great last season, and then they laid an egg. They wound up getting smacked by Michigan State, and then they just it just went all the way downhill from there. Like they got a lot of bad losses, but I can see them with a bounce back season to be decent. But I don't know for a college football playoff, that's tough. But ultimate sleeper picks. Ultimate sleeper. Um, I got a good ultimate sleeper, and they've been good the past three years. And I think this year they might turn the table. They just need some key losses in other places. To get them in there, and they're one of the teams that ignore it all the time. But I'm going to go with SMU. They okay. were good. La- they were good last. They not where I good. thought you were going to go, but I'll yeah. They, I'll tell really you where I good. think you were going to go in a second. They've been picking like they've been picking teams apart, man. Like blowing teams away. So and they put up SMU great points. Your pick to be this year, the yeah, last year, Cincinnati. Can, yeah, because they. I mean, they or can this get, year Cincinnati. Yeah, they can go there. They and I think like with Cincinnati getting in there, they got a chance. They really got a chance. Okay, so this is the team I thought you were gonna go with. But if this happens, our USC UCLA pick is dead in the water. Right. Um, I'm going with the team that hung with Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. Okay. The Utah Utes. Damn, that's a good pick. That's actually on my list too. <laughs> I like the Utes too. I like the Utes. Um, that's a hell of a pick, and I like it. The Utes are really good too. Um, I like I always like Utah. Um, damn, Ronnie, that's a good pick. You stole my pick. That's a good <laughs> one. Um, I'm gonna go with my next team. Um, that we didn't pick, and I think that you had them as um, you had mentioned them before. Um, I think if Clemson. Yeah, Clemson's on my list. Yeah, if Clemson can put some shit together, because they lost some close games. and They didn't really have good quarterback play last year. Yeah, and then they had injuries, so it just was it was up in the air. But this season, if one team's going to bounce back and they have a good, you know, a good foundation around them and an amazing coach, it's going to be Clemson. Yeah, so some teams that's been on the radar that I just don't, I just don't like. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M. Yeah, I don't like Texas or Texas A&M. I don't. Um, and they hell, they Texas, Texas has to be one of the most overrated programs at this point. Dude, they put them, they have them in the running every freaking year to do something, and then they always shit the bed in basketball, football. It doesn't matter what it is. Same it's just, thing with LSU. I, I, I don't like Brian Kelly as a <laughs> as a coach down there. Just don't. Yeah, it's just yeah, that might be a bad decision, but I don't know, man. It's Brian Kelly. He's gonna wind up finagling his way out of this. Um, Notre Dame, I don't see them making it out of week one, so Yeah, I think they're gonna get their ass tore by that other team, so I mean if they do make it out of week one shows the that um what's the coach Freeman can coach his ass off 'cause Yeah, that's 
he has to put up one hell of a job if they're going to get the hell out yeah. of there. Yeah, I, I don't see them uh, doing anything. I don't know if they have the DB to against hang that team. Ohio State receivers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I just think that Ohio State's explosive, man. And the only team that can take down that team is a team from Michigan. And I ain't well, talking about state. Well, we, we do know, based on last year, the, the team in the trenches, and I think the one one position group that nobody's talking about on Michigan is going to be damn good this year is that secondary play. Yeah, that's true. Secondary should be amazing this season. But, damn, you know what? Now Ohio I just State's got a nice little. I just mentioned. I just mentioned Michigan State, and why are we not giving them any love? Because yeah, they are number fifteen in the country. Ohio, they're number fifteen in the Ohio country. Ohio State has a nice little. So they start off at home, mm-hmm. Notre Dame. Then they play a layup in Arkansas State. Yeah, that's definitely a layup. Toledo layup. Yeah, the Rockets can be sneaky, but yeah. no, not against Ohio State. Then they're at home against Wisconsin. Tough out. They should be able to beat on them. Rutgers. Rutgers is sneaky good, but they should be able to beat on them too. Then they're at Michigan State. Now, that's when this can get a little tricky because I think Michigan State so, got revenge on their so mind. Here's the, here's the gauntlet that they'll And they play at Michigan State, right? At Michigan State. Whew. Then... Following week at at home to Iowa, Ooh, man. then they go on the road to Penn State. Oh no, that's treacherous. Uh, Northwestern, Indiana, away to Maryland. Then they end the year of course with the Wolverines. So mm, that's a that's a tough schedule, low key. I feel like. That October 8th, then October 22nd, and October 29th when they're at Michigan State, at home against Iowa, and then on the road against Penn State. Because that Penn State game is definitely probably going to be a whiteout game. Yeah, definitely going to be a whiteout game. And it might, and it's definitely going to be a night game too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they always do that when they're playing against a top-notch competition. But um, I'm actually excited about both our picks, Rodney. I think that we both was on the same page, and we know how college football basically been going for the past ten years. Um, <laughs> and there's you know you either got a champion coming basically out of uh, SEC, and Alabama's usually had the crown, and uh, they were there last year and they lost so to Georgia, who's also in the division. So. I don't know, man. It just feels like whoever wins the championship is going to come out of that division. So that's my uh, thoughts, my two cents. Yeah, so um, I'll give you my national championship pick. Uh, go ahead, because we probably got the same pick. Um, I hate to say this, but Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Yeah, I mean – Hey, Nick Saban in Alabama. Yeah, it, it just it is what it is. Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to surprise anyone, but Alabama's going to win it. So just, yeah. You know. So um, tune in next week. We'll be on Instagram live, live streaming 
um, our kickoff to season two of the Motown and Coney podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, NFL fantasy draft. Watch us talk some shit. <laughs> and watch us. And we're also going to compare or talk about if we were to have a hip hop fantasy draft, who would, what round with certain hip hop artists go in? So catch us next time. Peace.